Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this big, wide, amazingly gorgeous, beautiful, fabulous, magical world. Hello and welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and it is, at least for this 10 or so seconds, <laughs> Friday, April 15th, and everything that brings up for a lot of folks in America. <laughs> Could you just take a breath? I hope you're taking a breath. I hope you're taking a whole lot of breaths <laughs> and moving through it. Um, a number of folks have been talking about their tax returns this week. And actually, in case you didn't know that, um, because today is a Friday and the 15th falls on a Friday, you actually have until the 18th. So, woohoo! three more days. <laughs> I know uh, a few of us um, so-called humanoids actually like wait until, you know, 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning on the morning of to actually do our taxes. <laughs> Just some, just some fun ways to start the show today, in case you didn't know that. Um, yeah, welcome, everybody. And if you have not already joined us in the chat room, I would love to see you come jump in um, and play with us. You just look for the red bar near the top of your screen on the a2zen.fm site. It's pretty much any screen that you're in, you should see this. And it says chat room. That's one of the words you can click on. If you do that, it will ask you for a name. You can give yourself a name yours or anyone else's, and then log in. And it's a fun way to play with us backstage. <laughs> so um, I love the chat room. It's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to do and, and favorite features about playing with A2Zen. Um, lots of folks get to contribute to the conversation that way. And sometimes the conversation doesn't seem to have anything to do with the topic that's being discussed on air, and yet it's magically a contribution to what's going on. So. I would love to see you show up and play with us in there. And everybody who's there, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up to play. And we also have some really fun emoticons, so <laughs> come check that out. And if at some point during the show you would like to call in and ask a question or share some information, however that lands for you, um, you can actually find all of the call-in number options at the top of your screen, pretty much any screen on a2zen.fm. And you have a number for the U.S., a number for Canada, a number for the U.K., and if none of those really work for you, you can also Skype us at, guess what, a2zen.fm. So huh, all kinds of ways to play with us, all kinds of ways to fun have fun on your Friday with us, and oh my goodness, the girls of Super Scoop got it kicked off with a fabulous conversation about sex, one of my faves. So if you missed that, you can catch it on their archive page. That is the Super Scoop of Consciousness Gals, Trina, Kathleen, and Kim, and they are mighty, mighty fabulous. We've also had a whole lot of amazing conversations this week on A2Zen. I'm really lucky to be privy to those because I'm also one of the producers here at A2Zen. So trust me when I tell you, we just have some of the most rockin' hostesses Host, host, he says, host, oh, that sounded like a pathogen. 
we have some amazing people hosting shows here on A2Zen. And if my show doesn't blow your hair back for some reason, you can jump into the archives pages of any of the hosts here on A2Zen and find amazing conversations that uh, just might actually change your life a little bit. So all of that to say... Good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, and thank you for showing up, and thank you for coming to play. And today, we have a really fun topic. Well, it's fun for me. I'm gonna, I'm bringing out my feng shui geek just a little bit. Um, it's, it's really about relative itty and relativeness and relatives, and what is relative to you. So, in case you're confused, let's see if we can line this out just a little bit. So, we're going to be playing with all things relative, in case I didn't really make that clear. And it's a little bit more than that Einstein thingy that we're talking about. <laughs> so, how do you relate to the world around you? And what is relative to what in the way you process information? Have you ever played with that? So, do your relatives have anything to do with any of that? <laughs> so... I had a really fun time uh, learning feng shui. I've not studied all of the schools of feng shui. There are a number of schools of feng shui. That's different disciplines within the art of feng shui. And so I spent a couple of years playing with a school, a couple of the different schools of feng shui. Um, one of them in particular was called Flying Stars. And the the Flying Stars school deals more with like things with your birth information and land formation and all of that, which that in itself isn't really pertinent to the conversation today. I just wanted to sound impressive. No. <laughs> it was a detail I thought it might be fun to give you. And um, the, the thing that was really fascinating for me studying feng shui, um, I found feng shui about probably 14 years after I had been doing hands-on body work. And so I was acquainted with the general theories of relativeness in the body, you know, um, and of referring areas. Uh, we call it reflexive areas or areas that refer. So if you have a pain in your hip and it runs down your leg, it refers down into the lower portion of your leg. That's the terminology that we would use. And when I got into feng shui, I loved pretty much everything about it. And because I'm always fascinated, like I'm I'm kind of a, a head tripper in case I haven't shared that on the show before. <laughs> and one of the things that, um, well, kind of the big thing really that fascinates me about the different schools of divining information such as feng shui and different um, astrologies, whether that's Western astrology, Eastern astrology, Vedic astrology, not Vedic, I think it's called Vedic astrology, no A, um, is that we can actually like, receive this information and and it it actually applies like there are things about it that resonate for each of us and in some cases there are no things that resonate about it for for some of us however what i'm fascinated by is that every school of information regardless of what we call it whether it's feng shui or astrology or body work or life uh, improvement tools or you know um personal development tools, it's every individual method has something valuable for us if, if it applies for us. And um, in feng shui, one of the basic things that we work from uh, in this, this 
in particular with the School of the Flying Stars, is we work from the premise of the relationships of the elements. And that is a theme that runs throughout all of feng shui. It just shows up a little differently depending on the school that you're playing in. So, so the relationship of the elements is key. And that is where things just kind of opened up in the world for me when I learned what is called the cycle of the elements. And there are different cycles. So there are the five elements that we work with primarily. And there are many different forms of those elements. And it's really fascinating to get into like what element, what things go into what elements. Like there's water, there's metal, there's wood, there's earth, and there's fire as the five elements. And then there's different forms of those elements. So fog, for example, could be a form of water, and it could also be a form of metal, depending on the form of it or the density of it. Um, the, there's different kinds of wood. Um, there's large wood, <laughs> which is like you could big heavy trees or big forested areas can be considered big wood. <clears throat> and then there's small wood or little wood that is so like a single tree or if you're working with um, prunings or if you're working with um, different kinds of forms of wood such as furniture or houses, you have large and small wood. And then uh, so big water, an example of big water would be the ocean. That's like a really big water. <laughs> and small water would be maybe a lake or a pond or a light rain. Um, and then you have fire, big forms of fire, little forms of fire. You have earth, big forms of earth, little forms of earth. And um, metal, big forms of metal and small forms of metal. And small forms of metal could be like very fine jewelry or um, wires that conduct electricity uh, or energies of whatever kind. And you could have big metal, which is like... Um, machinery or your car could be considered big metal. And, and what I love about all of this in feng shui is that nothing is absolute. And that's where my world was sort of like became Harry Potter is um, I began to have a different language to play with some of the things that I was aware of energetically. I just until that point in my life, I hadn't really had a way to really put these bits of information into um forms that I could play with. So the cycles of the elements, um, there is a generative cycle. And what that refers to is um, when, the site, when the element gives birth to the next element. So water gives birth to wood, and wood gives birth to fire, and fire gives birth to earth, and earth gives birth to metal, and metal gives birth to water. So essentially, that is a cycle of elements where the, the element feeds the next element in line. And, and it's called birth. It births it um, because it adds to it. So in the generative cycle, that's how that works. In the destructive cycle of elements, it's the opposite pretty much. So it's the element that actually takes away from or destroys the previous element. So metal destroys or weakens water and earth destroys or weakens metal and fire destroys or weakens, I'm sorry, uh, yeah, fire destroys or weakens, 
oh, wait a minute, I'm backwards. <laughs> Let me try that again. Let me just suffice it to say, it's the reverse of the generative cycle. I'm trying to do this in my head and I'm mixing up my pictures. So essentially what that refers to is when an element destroys or takes energy from another element. Then there are cycles of the clashing cycle, which is elements that actually fight each other. And those are, again, just terms we use within the, the study of feng shui. Um, so when you apply this to the world, this becomes really cool for me. And it kind of became my template for how I could see the world and and begin to express and sort of explain, because I don't have a better word, it, it not as an absolute, again, mind you, um, but to put into terms and begin to interact with the world around me in a different way, because I saw the way energies expressed in a whole new um, sort of fashion in a, in a whole new form. So when we take this out into the world, um, what I love is I've always, like all my life and throughout my entire practice working with people and bodies and what, however I was doing it, whether I was teaching or instructing or um, working with clients directly or working with groups, one of the things I have always said is perspective is everything. And um, it's kind of fun when I began to play with um, a modality called Access Consciousness, and some of you might have heard me talk about that on the show, and you might have heard it mentioned on some of our other shows here on A2Zen. Um, Dr. Dane here was the first person that I heard put it this way, your point of view creates your reality. And Dr. Dane is one of the co-founders of Access Consciousness, and Gary Douglas is the founder of Access Consciousness. It's been around for about eh, 26 or so years. and um, there's a whole lot of awesome people playing with access consciousness, and there's a whole lot of awesome people playing with lots of modalities that I enjoy playing with, both those modalities and the people. Um, but within access, what I, the thing that really just drew me in and brought me such joy to play with was the way that access applied questions into the process of receiving awareness and creating change um, just was sort of amplified to the 10 millionth godzillionth power, and um, life kind of became at the quantum sort of pace of things. And but the so the the thing that was kind of cool is this: your point of view creates your reality. Really applied for what I had been saying as your perspective is everything. And where I, where I am going with this is the word relativity begins to come into play with everything that you have held in your thoughts, in your belief system, um, basically any point of view you are holding, consciously or unconsciously, is actually setting the energy for what is created in your life and in your body. And I get to see this firsthand, being in the field of body work and personal development, and I am so fascinated that it it does not have to be complicated. You know, the the information that is here for us to play with and the indicators that are present in everything around us, in all of the functions of nature, including in our body, these are the things that offer us really valuable information and awareness if we're willing to acknowledge it, if we're willing to see it, if we're willing to notice it, and if we're willing to play with it. 
and add our consciousness to that so that we go beyond this cognitiveness that we play in, really amazing things can show up and be created. So that's really where I'm playing today on this topic. And mind you, uh, I'm just going to remind you, I did say I was bringing my feng shui geek out to play. So <laughs> this is like just like so vanilla <laughs> for you. Then, you know, perhaps this episode isn't the episode for you this week. And how cool, you can go and listen to any replay you want to on my archives page <laughs> or anyone else's archives page. And if you would like to have some more awareness around being present and actually seeing some things that are going on in your life different and actually changing some things, stick around for a little while longer. Um, we're going to go into our first break here in just a minute. And um, I'm going to invite you to play with asking some questions, if you will. Um, and I think the first question perhaps that might be fun is, universe, show me the energies of me. Just a fun show me question. Universe, show me the energies of me. Wow. And for all of you who might be noticing some energy moving, <laughs> the universe is responding. Now, what I invite you to do is to be present with and just notice, if you can, what are the flavors and the intensities of the energy showing up for you? And that's what I'd like to begin to play with after we get back from the break. Um, what are these energies that are showing up? And we're going to talk about some of these energies that are showing up. And we're going to talk some more about relatives, relativity, and relativeness, and what is relative to you. <laughs> so you are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. Today we are having a fun, geeky kind of conversation <laughs> with Keisha, with me. And I am so grateful that you have jumped in to play with us today, even whether you're listening now or in the future to one of the replays. Thank you, and we will be back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? 
Is now the time? Go to beinguclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beinguclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beinguclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625. By Skype, at a2zen.fm, or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am so grateful you have come to play today, whatever day this is for you. Um, wow, so we're talking about relatives, relativity, and relativeness today. And um, if you're just joining us, I gave a little bit of a somewhat possibly lengthy explanation of, of my approach to this topic um, in the first segment, um, being from some of my feng shui geek that I love to kind of geek out on. So um, again, I, I am a bit of a head tripper, so I may <laughs> go down some of those paths from time to time. And I do love to figure things out, as we say. Um, and nowadays, it's not so much that I'm trying to figure it. I'm just really fascinated with patterns, with the way energy moves and behaves and expresses, and with the way energy creates. Um, and for those of you who have listened to any of my conversations, you might have heard me mention a time or two or 500 um, that the nature of energy is that it responds. So um, it's kind of like energy is always dancing. Um, it is constantly responding to whatever is going on. And that is a form uh, or an expression in, in my interesting point of view and in my awareness uh, of this relativity. So energy moves and behaves relative to the energies it is engaging or interacting with. So let's start with relatives. That's kind of a, a really th sort of three-dimensional way we can play with this. So who are the relatives in your family that you actually like to spend time with? And are there some relatives in your family that you maybe don't really like to spend time with? <laughs> yeah, interesting interesting things that come up for that. Um, before we went to the break, I invited you to play with the question um, asking the universe to show you the energies of you. And I asked you to kind of look at what came up for you. And, and was there anything that you could identify? So what did come up for you? I'm curious. And if anybody wants to type anything into the chat, please share. Um, yeah, did, it, did something kind of light and airy show up? Was there a little bit of a interesting anything that went on with your body? Did you feel it in your shoulders or in your abdomen or in your ankles or in your ears? You know, did, was there anything in particular that became really noticeable for you? And were there any particular flavors of that, of those energies? 
that you could identify? Was it, um, did the energy move really fast? Was it a memory that came up to you? Um, anything like that. So what I'm, what I'm playing with is all of these energies that made you, you know, brought you an awareness, these energies are relative to you. Now, just because we asked the question, universe, show me the energies of me, we don't have to make that an absolute. So what energies showed up to give you information in that particular moment that you made the request don't necessarily have to be the energies that will show up when you ask that question tomorrow or this afternoon. So that's part of the fun of the way change and creation works in my interesting point of view (laughs) is that nothing is ever truly absolute. And so when we apply this with our family, you have relatives perhaps, even I think probably with most of us who have siblings, we can have the one of the most easy examples of this is there are times that you get along with certain people in your family. And then there are other times that with those same people, you don't want to see them. You don't want to hear them. You don't want them in the same building. You'd rather them not even be in the same state as you or, or town or country. And yeah, so it's like, what is that? Isn't it fascinating that we can be with each other, that we can be coexisting here and we can, at times, we can be in such what appears to be harmony or synergistic with each other. And then in other times, we can not stand each other. (laughs) Or, you know, and all the things in between that even. So, So what I love to play with is one of my favorite kind of it's not a disclaimer. It's just one of the things that I like to say is relative to the energy of where I am right now and relative to the energy I'm being right now, I know that whatever is showing up for me and whatever I'm creating is really relative to that. So we might have people in our family um, that we like to cook with and like that's one of the times that we can actually be with them and be around them. And it's perhaps because we might have cooking in common with those people. So are you beginning to kind of get a sense of relative to things that you share with those relatives? <laughs> um, you might be able to have different times and different ways that you can have relationship with them that really works in those particular areas. And then other times, it's not so fun to be around them. You know, after the meal is made and eaten and the dishes are kind of cleared and then what do we talk about? Or then what do we do? And so perhaps that's a time that you move to a different relative to talk to or um, you excuse yourself and you go and read a book or, you know, you. so how are you creating your life with your friends and family? And what could you become more aware of that would allow you more ease? <laughs> right, Christine? What could you become aware of? What could you be willing to be aware of that would allow you to have more ease with the people you are related to? And I love the word related. Like, Related is really a relative term as well. Um, I'm always kind of intrigued by we can have family that we're born into and we can also have family of choice. Um, I have both. I have the family that I chose to show up with 
in in my body. I have my mom, and I have um, a few of my family members <laughs> still living <laughs> in bodies, and I also have a family that I choose. It's and you know you might call them your peeps or your crew. Um, and I also have amazing four-legged family that I get to play with every day. How did I get so lucky? <laughs> so however we are relating to others, um, this is a kind of a place we can start to play with the energies of what is showing up and what can we invite to show up. So the first thing I'm going to give you is what is your point of view about your family and your friends, and what is your point of view about each of the people that you might be having a particularly different uh, or difficult time being around? Now, everywhere you're trying to make yourself wrong for having a point of view, <laughs> could you please stop that? And what if you have awareness about these people, and if you were to acknowledge your awareness, would it perhaps give you a little more ease? So let me let me kind of flesh that out a little for you. So if you have a, a person in your family that it's really awkward for you to be around, you know, you can spend a little bit of time together, you can have a little bit of conversation, and then it gets a little strained, you know, like you're really looking for stuff to talk about because you're aware that this person doesn't really like to talk about the things you love to talk about. They don't really have a fascination with the topics that really fascinate or intrigue you. And so beyond a certain like 10 or 15 or 30 minutes, it, it's really time to change, you know, what you're doing. And so if you could acknowledge your awareness of that, what do you know about what that person does or does not enjoy talking about? What do you know about how willing that person is to actually be vulnerable enough to have a conversation with you? Or are they even willing to choose that? And so if that's not the type of a conversation that really works for you, are you willing to allow yourself to have whatever exchange is really appropriate with that person relative to what works for you? And then excuse yourself and find a different task or have an appointment that you go to or have a phone call that you take or shift the topic to someone, a conversation with another person, depending on whatever um, circumstance you're, you're in. You know, like if you're with a group of people, you could just shift the conversation to someone else perhaps. Um, so relative to your point of view about this person, your list of choices and possibilities that you get to play with will show up. If you have um, a really specific point of view <laughs> that this person is an idiot, <laughs> you might not find the greatest ease in a very quick way of having a conversation with them. If you are willing to and able to acknowledge, huh, this person has like no interest whatsoever in the things that really turn me on and get my brain going and get my body excited, um, so perhaps I will just talk about the weather and his favorite or her favorite um, sports team for five minutes and then I'll, I'll go do something else, you know. So it's relative to what you're willing to be aware of and it's relative to what you're willing to be willing to create with this person. And that applies for pretty much any person you are in relationship of any kind with, 
whether you're in a long-term relationship with them or whether you have a five-minute relationship with them. So this applies to your kids as well. And kids, this applies with your parents, you know. And if you're in that place, kids, with your parents, you know, that they're kind of just like, why do I have to have parents right now, you know, um, would you be willing to have a different point of view about your parents? And would you be willing to acknowledge that your parents might just be doing everything they can do with the tools that they were given? And what if they didn't get the tools that you have been given? What if they didn't have the access to Internet? <laughs> what if they couldn't go online and find a video of how to talk to their kids about sex or how to have a conversation about a divorce or how to boil eggs without burning them? <laughs> you know, What if they weren't able to do those things? Are you really, is it necessary that you make them wrong for that? Or could you be willing to have a different point of view that would actually create more space to have a conversation with them? And parents, same thing. What if your kids have so much more exposure to things and can easily go in so many different directions so quickly? Have you acknowledged that? And relative to your willingness to acknowledge those things about your kids and relative to what points of view you are choosing to have about your kids, you will create the relationship based on that. So yeah, isn't it interesting? Our points of view actually create our reality. Perspective is pretty much everything. And I think that is so cool. So relativity is um, is not exactly, it's a part of this, and it's a bit different. Um, and I don't, I don't really, there's not really a, a great need to go into a lot of the details of relativity. Um, and so what I like about it is it's sort of a visual illustration of the, the ways energy can move differently within the same area. Um, I know that there's a common... Um, illustration of a person on a train, on a moving train, a person that's walking on a moving train compared to a person that's walking at the train dock. Um, and there's all kinds of interesting references made between different points of comparison there. And so those particular points aren't really not necessary to this conversation. However, what is fascinating to me is that um, the way that showed up, um, the way that information showed up to the people who play with the theory of theories of relativity. Um, it, again, what were they willing to see so that this information could be revealed to them? What points of view were they having and what questions were they playing with or curiosities were they playing with that allowed this information to show up to them? How cool is that? So again, perspective, perspective. Where are you seeing the world from? Where are you choosing to see the world from? Yeah. So we're going to jump into relativeness. And that is, yes, a word that I kind of created. Um, and relativeness is how I really apply the work that I do um, and the way that I function now. And I'm just... Because I've played with this for several years, um, 
it's kind of second nature to me. And until recently, I wasn't really acknowledging that not everybody functions that way. And I'm not asking everybody to function the way I do. I What it did for me when I had that awareness and, and when I began to acknowledge that was it created more ease for me. So how can we create more ease for you in the next 20-ish minutes or so? Are you willing to have more ease? And if you are, what questions could we be asking that would begin to create that for you and for us collectively and respectively? So what is your point of view about life? What is your perspective of life? Are you of the point of view that life happened to you? Are you of the point of view that you actually got to choose to show up here? Are you of the point of view that you chose to show up here, but then you forgot what you showed up for? <laughs> so it might be a little bit complicated at times. <laughs> I'm laughing because there's really some interesting energy when I ask that question that shows up. <laughs> so apparently there are a few of us that might be scratching our heads at different points of our lives going, what the heck did I choose this for? <laughs> And how does it get even funner? And that is really kind of a, a fun question to play with. What what did I choose this for? And what if we could play with some different questions? So, so first of all, are you willing to acknowledge that you did choose to come here? And if you were willing to acknowledge that, one thing, what new awareness could you be having in the next 20 minutes? Wow. So if you were willing to acknowledge your choice, to show up on this planet and be a participant on this planet in a body, what new awareness could unfold to you right now? Wow. Okay, awesome. And if you're not noticing anything in particular happening, trust that you're getting information, whether that's not necessarily consciously, cognitively happening for you, just trust, would you be willing to trust, that information is moving to you. Information is is bubbling in your universe and you're, you will come into the cognitive awareness of it relatively soon if you're not already doing that. Um, it's, it's, it's in motion. So just allow that that is possible in your universe and you may notice some interesting thoughts, curiosities, and questions begin to show up to you today. Yeah. So once we're willing to work with that premise, okay, I showed up and I chose this. Now, what else can I choose? Um, I find that to be incredibly helpful (laughs) in those moments that I have created some frustration for myself or I've created something that I'm finding to be frustrating and not fun. And again, even that in my awareness, even whether I'm finding it frustrating or fun is relative to how I'm responding to what is showing up. Isn't that cool? I'm, I don't know if that's cool for anybody else, but that's so cool for me to know that even my point of view about what is showing up in any moment is actually what creates how I can choose my next choice or what I can choose from for my next choice. So if I've, if I've thoroughly confused anyone, <laughs> I 
I'm, I'm sorry, not sorry. I'm kind of sorry, not sorry, really. Um, and thankfully, we have replays. And if you want, you could actually play this again and again, or you know, just two or three times. Um, and I would invite you to play this episode while you sleep at a really low volume. And I'm I'm asking some of the energies to move and shift and show up that would allow all of us to have more of our awareness with more ease. And one of the keys there to that is allowance. And so we're going to bring that into the picture, into the mix or the recipe, if you will, after we get back from this next break. Um, And so I'm just going to invite you, keep breathing. And if you, in your cognitive mind, are thinking, not a freaking word this woman has said today makes sense. What is she doing on a radio show? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just going to invite you to keep breathing. And if you're, like, so, you know, geeked out like I am, <laughs> I'm going to invite you to keep breathing. And I wonder what else we can become aware of and what else we can be creating after we get back. You are listening to Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. And I am so grateful that you're playing with us, however you're choosing it. (laughs) And we'll be back after these messages. (laughs) Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body? and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada at 613-800-8736 In the U.K., at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. 
<laughs> Welcome to the next segment of, this is our last segment today, of Living Well here on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and I am truly grateful to get to play with you. Um, this is so interesting. There's some really cool energies showing up and moving and bubbling and shifting. And how does it get even awesomer than this? Um, and we're going to talk about allowance here in just a couple of moments. I'm going to let you be in this energy for just a few more minutes while I talk about a couple of things that are coming up that I would love to be inviting all of you to come and play with. With me and, in some cases, with very dear friends and co-creators of mine. The first thing is coming up, starts this next Tuesday, April the 19th, and there is a link to register on this replay page if you just want to scroll down and click when you're listening to this show. Um, it is myself and my one of my beautiful cohorts and oh, amazing co-creators, Rhonda Burns, who's also one of my sister producers and my sister hosts here on A2Zen. We are embarking on 10 days of having sex with the universe coming up on Tuesday, April 19th. And if you sign up, and it's it's a $10, uh, $10 to play, um, it's a part of the 10 Days of Summit being hosted by Charlinda Bird. And Rhonda and I are creating some really fun new adventures together. And it all worked out in such a cool way that we get to kind of do a big, huge, fun grand opening slash kickoff celebration with 10 days of having sex with the universe. And so we're going to be having a live call on the first day. And then for days two through nine, you'll get uh, a video email each day with a discussion about the topic that we're talking about. We're going to be sharing tools and tips and information and insights with you and inviting you to play more with the energies of sex. And the more of the, the fullness and the, the full scope and spectrum and limitlessness of the energies of sex far beyond what they are represented as here in the conventional application of what most people learn sex is and has to be. So if you would like to join us for that, you can click on that link and sign up. And there's another link to go get a ticket for, and this ticket is free. It is to our new show. Rhonda and I are also actually creating, this is, this is what our 10 days party is sort of in part to kick off, is a new show. Uh, called Sexually Speaking, and it will be a different platform. It's going to be in the form of a weekly webinar production um, that will be very much a, a different form of radio show. However, the one difference is you have to get a ticket for this. It is free. We just need your email address, and um, it is a different kind of conversation around all things to do with sex, and not just the physical body part about sex, or the physical body parts involved with sex, way beyond that. And how do we bring the energies that sex actually is and includes into all the areas of our lives for more fun, more joy, more pleasure, and more of what we can create as amazing lives for ourselves? And possibly even, you know, if that spills over into your relationships, I mean, hey, how does it get even better? Um, so that is Sexually Speaking, and that link is also on this replay page. And um, myself and one of my brother hosts here on A2Zen, <laughs> 
Mr. Alan Jones and I will be playing on Tuesday, April 26th. Um, I think it's going to be still Tuesday, April 26th in the Southern Hemisphere as well. Oh, no, it might be early. Oh, it's early Tuesday, Wednesday, April 27th in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, for our next Choosing Beyond Beyond conversation, and we are going to be talking about what if you actually can have it all. And what if that doesn't mean what you think it means? <laughs> so um, I will have a, a link on the Choosing Beyond Beyond Facebook page for that this very shortly. And um, so if you'll hop over to Facebook and look for that, you can sign up to play with us that way. So lots of ways to play. And there's more stuff coming up very soon. And how much more fun can we have and how much more joy can we create and how much more excitement can we bring to our lives and to the world? And, it, and what if it doesn't have to be a you know, really loud, demonstrative kind of excitement? What if it could just be the bliss of having more of you, having more awareness of you? And one of the ways that I find that we can do that is the word allowance. So now we're going to dive back in and play with allowance. Allowance. And what does allowance have to do with relativeness? It actually has quite a bit, <laughs> relatively speaking. <laughs> and you might hear me say that a lot too if you listen to me for any length of time. Relatively speaking, allowance opens the space for you to have a greater ease. Now, it's not necessarily automatic for most folks. However, Allowance is a place to begin to really ask yourself and ask your body and ask the universe um, for more of allowance. Um, one of the ways you can do this is you can ask, how much space must I occupy in order to have greater ease with all of this? You can also ask, what would it take for my allowance to match or exceed my awareness in this moment. And another way you can ask that is, everything that doesn't allow my allowance to match or exceed my awareness, I destroy and uncreate it. And that is a little bit more of the access speak way that we do that. So again, access consciousness. And if you haven't heard about it, or if you have heard a little and you want to know more, you can just go to accessconsciousness.com. You can find out all kinds of really cool stuff. And there's a ton of free-to-air um, radio shows and videos on YouTube that you can actually enjoy at your leisure. Um, so when we are looking at creating our lives, one of the things that really kind of gets, uh, I could say in the way, uh, and I don't mean that as a, as a negative necessarily, it just one of the energies that we often have to kind of work with in initially is polarity and how we've made things polar rather than how having things be inclusive. So, um, you know, we talk about the energies of male and female, the energies of um, negative and positive, and what if that is a point of view that creates a resistance relative to holding the belief or functioning from the perspective that polarity is real? we might be creating more challenge for ourselves than is really necessary. And so, again, your point of view, your perspective, is really kind of the setting point of what can show up. 
So what if you were to suspend your um, belief or allow those points of view that you might have around polarity being real? What if you were to allow that to kind of fall apart a bit? And what if you were to ask some more questions and let your perspective be more fluid? Let your perspective be open. Let your perspective be unfixed or mutable, you could say. And just like we look at in those generative cycle of the elements or the destructive cycle of the elements, what is going on with your points of view, whether they're cognitively available to you or, and this is more often the case I find in in my life and in the work that I do, the points of view that we are not aware of can often have and do often have way more of the the weight-bearing factor in what is showing up. So one of the things you could play with is everywhere I am in resistance to choosing more of me. I destroy and uncreate it. You can say I destroy and uncreate it. You can say I'm choosing beyond that now. You can say that changes now. However it resonates for you, (laughs) again, relative to what works for you. And what if that begins to open a space for you to have more awareness and to have less of a fixed perspective? And what if you were able to see multiple points of view, multiple perspectives? I wonder if that would open up new possibilities for you. I know that it did for me. And it does every day when I play with as few points of view as I can have about something, more awareness and more possibilities become available to me. Now, do I have to know them all cognitively? No. Do I just be willing and trust that they're there and that the ones that are appropriate relative to what I'm desiring to create, those will show up to me? Absolutely. And that is how I work. So what if, what if, my friends, you actually can create what you desire? And what if you can let go of any and all points of view that do not allow you to have what you truly desire, whether you know them or not? So I invite you to play with that this week. How are you relating to you and how are you relating to the world? And I adore you. And I will see you next week. (laughs) Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total ease?